What's going on, all you fantasy fumblers? My name is Mason. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and welcome to the undisclosed podcast name of this podcast that Alex and Mason are doing. We'll figure that out Yay! later. Yay! So Alex and I uh, decided that we wanted to join the rest of the world, uh, the millennial males, and do a fantasy football podcast. <laughs> Yeah, market. probably one out of every 11, one out of yeah, every 10 people. Yeah, 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 it's not a saturated market <laughs> at all. Um, but, uh, you know, we're doing it for us more than anything, so here we are. Um, love yourself. Yeah, you got to love yourself first. Uh, we also have uh, are starting a Panthers podcast, too, so be on the lookout for that as well. Um, uh, we have been playing fantasy football. I've been playing since 20... 10 I think yeah um, I've, I've been playing since 13 yeah so we you know we've been doing it for 10 plus years each um, and uh, generally we do at least a f- couple few leagues per year um, and we are just trying to take that next level and step our game up and uh, put our our, uh, our thoughts and ideas out into the world too well, hopefully because we know more than anybody and we need them to know it. Exactly, because we are superior than anybody else. Step aside, Matthew Barry, step aside. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so we're, uh, we're just going to jump right in here probably because uh, you don't really care about anything else besides us. That, that, uh, we're nobody, so yeah. um, <laughs> I wouldn't care about us either. No. Nope. Um, so uh, basically the way this is going to be structured is that um, Mason does a lot of um, – um, research on players uh, throughout the week and um, so basically he comes in very informed I come in somewhat informed based on how I think I'm more elite than everybody else um, so he's going <laughs> <laughs> to uh, he's going to give us a rundown on what he thinks are the top 10 PPR running backs this year yeah um, we'll be doing PPR and PPR and uh, half point are very similar you know as far as like how people finish in uh, in an average draft position and stuff uh, but we'll be doing PPR because again we feel like it is superior and more fun more points more better um, so uh, so yeah I'll just kick it off here uh, doing the top 10 PPR running backs um, I'm just gonna run down maybe I should do it from I should do it from 10 to 10 That's to way 1 more exciting why would you put number one first I'm just making sure. I'm just making yeah. sure. All right, yeah. I'm going to do it in tier-based. Uh, so I'll read my tiers first. Uh, I'll do the tier. The th- I have three tiers in the top ten. So I'm going to do the first tier, and you can react to those two. Uh, and I'll say maybe I'll say at the top the ones that are just out or the ones that I had trouble with. Maybe I'll do 12 and 11 and be like, meh. We should have done this ahead of time. We should have definitely figured out this ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> so many words. All right, well, tier three. Let's go. Right, tier three. Uh, so I had 10. This was, honest to God, maybe the hardest one that I had to rank. And I have Ramondre Stevenson at 10. Do you want to give honorable, honorable mention? Yeah, honorable mention. Uh, uh, honestly, I have Najee Harris and Aaron Jones. And I feel like Aaron Jones is probably the one that's a little bit like of an, eye, of an eyebrow raise there. Um, but I went back and looked at his stats. And he's been he's been so consistent over the past two years. He is one of five guys who have actually been in the top twelve the past two years. Um, so 
I, I he just missed it. He's my eleven, but I think Ramondre. It just he's a little younger, well, good, significantly younger, and is I think he's on the rise, and I think Aaron Jones is kind of maybe on the decline a little bit. Um, I don't think Aaron Jones. I think he's probably still in what you would call his prime, um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, so might so then. Ramondre is 10, and then I actually have Jonathan Taylor as my 9. Um, I think a lot of people have him higher than that, but I'm more than anything about his talent level, I'm worried about that offense. Um, with a rookie quarterback coming in and, and then his decline last year, with obviously there was an injury there, but the biggest thing is it's not his talent level, it's more that he's going to be catching passes uh, from a rookie quarterback and then he's also going to lose a lot of those touches to uh, him rushing on, instead of giving handing the ball off or throwing the ball off. And rookie quarterbacks don't generally. Richardson is not really known. He's a, he's he's not a great touch passer, which was one of his big criticisms coming out of uh, college. So I just don't think he's going to get the volume passing or the volume uh, rushing that is going to require him to be one of those elite. Guys, I mean, I still obviously he's still in the top ten, but so that's that's my first tier: Ramondre Stevenson and uh, Jonathan Taylor. What do you think? Um, I completely agree with the logic of Taylor. I actually might drop him down even more uh, than how, how well you have him. I don't know. Um, I have ADP right here. I'm not looking at it because that's boring. Um, uh, I can look at it later and see kind of how close we are to it. Um, but uh, Jonathan Taylor, you're looking at, so say Miles Sanders is the Jonathan Taylor because it's Tyson going over to sure. um, to the Colts. Um, I actually did a deep dive on this. They did, uh, over the last two years in um, a uh, Sirianni offense, uh, 167 targets um, to uh, running backs, which is one of the lowest in the league. Mm. So if Tyson is bringing in a, a Sirianni uh, offense for PPR purposes, Taylor's yeah. not getting a lot of catches. Nope. But he's going to run a lot. Yeah. Eagles' offensive line is a lot better than Colts' offensive line. Also, well, the Colts' offensive the, line is probably middle it's of good. the pack. Yeah. yeah. It's or maybe yeah, even it, better. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, but it's um, but it, it's Eagles probably have the best offensive line in the league, at yeah. least top three probably. Sure. So then you say, um, well, then you're stacking the box because you don't trust uh, Richardson's arm and you're scared of him running the ball. Yeah. So you're going against stacked boxes all the time. So not to I mention honestly, that their receiving core is pretty mid. Yeah, mid, yeah, mid absolutely. Best. Pittman, Pittman is is you know he's kind of underachieved the past at least last year. Right. Uh, so they're they're they are not going to be afraid of the uh, of the ball being thrown. So they're going to stack the box, and I think that's going to hurt Jonathan JT's uh, uh, ADP or, or, yeah, or his finish at the end of the year. Yeah, he's becoming um, um, uh, um, David Montgomery instead of um, uh, kind of because Reich. So the difference is Reich yeah. in the last two years that he was there targeted the running back two hundred and forty-one times. Yeah. I just did this on Miles Sanders. Yeah, right yeah. Now. Uh, so um, <laughs> he he targeted running back two hundred and forty-one times. So they don't throw the ball out of the backfield, which neither did the um, uh, Bears. So I think it's going to be very much like that style of offense. So you're Montgomery, and Montgomery finished uh, RB uh, 24 last year. When you have a rushing quarterback, yeah, you know, running back doesn't get love. But uh, I don't want to spend too much time on that. Stevenson, I love. Um, Aaron Jones, um, uh, I think that that is 
probably okay. I don't think the offense changes like a lot with uh, them coming in, but I do agree with you. He is aging, um, and they weren't giving him all the carries anyways. Um, and then Najee Harris is very low for me. Uh, How old do you think Aaron Jones is? How old? Yeah. Uh, I think he's 26. 28. 28? Yeah. 28. Yeah. I, uh, he was never a bell cow. Um, we, we liked him because of his passes and just being in the right spot with Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers, Rodgers isn't there. I, I, I agree with both of them. I uh, feel the only fixed. thing that, yeah, the only reason that I have him high there is I think that uh, he's, they're going to run the ball more because, you know, Jordan Love is essentially a rookie. You know, he's only played, I think, one game, uh, one full game. Uh, and really for Aaron Rodgers. And so I think they're going to lean on that one-two punch uh, that they well, have. What's every defense going to do? They're going to stack yeah. the box. They're yeah. going to like, all right, beat us with Jordan Love, who never started, started games in our two second-year receivers, yeah. and beat us. That's all yeah. people are going to do. So yeah. what's going to so, happen? Like, people feared Aaron Rodgers. No matter how anybody feels about Aaron Rodgers now, they feared him. They didn't stack boxes. Aaron Jones is going to get stacked boxes. Najee Harris is going to be uh, in a split with J- Jalen Warren because Jalen Warren is a very good player, and Najee Harris is getting beat up. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, my second tier, tier two go, go, going down. Uh, King Henry, Josh Jacobs at seven, Tony Pollard at six, Nick Chubb at five, and Bijan Robson at four. And oh, and this is a big tier. So the the middle of the pack, I honestly, so the re, the reason you do tier rankings is that you are satisfied with anybody in that bracket. So like, if you get towards the end, if you're at the, you know, the turn, and you're deciding between uh, Henry and Jacobs, and then there's some other wide receivers, you're like, okay, well, there's two running backs there, so I can maybe take the one wide receiver because there's two. Uh, there's two running backs I can take at the turn. Uh, so tiers, tiers you can just lump group people in so you don't have to like freak out if you don't get one of the guys, like the one guy that you want. It just kind of eases your mind a little bit more, more than anything. So again, that's, uh, that's Henry, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Nick Chubb, Bijan Robinson, Saquon Barkley. So it's, again, it's a big tier. Um, but uh, I'll let you react to that. Um, what stands out to you there? Actually, a lot stayed out to me. First of all, I agree wholeheartedly with Pollard. I think Pollard is going to have an insane uh, season. I think they're going to use him a lot, and they're going to use him in a lot of different ways. He can um, he can do end rounds. He can do uh, he can run um, straight in the middle with a great offensive. He's fast line. as when, fuck, when, boy. When, yeah, when healthy, he's great <laughs> out of the backfield. Him and Dak have a great rapport. Uh, you're adding Brandon Cooks to the offense, so. There's not yeah. people are gonna be worried, way more worried about the back end than they are about um, stacking boxes against him. He's gonna have a lot more opportunity, and he was already very, very good in fantasy last year. Yeah, um, Jacobs, I completely agree with as well. I think he needs to be. I'd almost put him top five. Losing Derek Carr doesn't do anything to, to Jacobs' value, and Jacobs was uh, number three last year um, in uh, PPR finish. Uh, yeah. I think Jacobs uh, still is great with. Uh, Garoppolo, wh- whoever you want to put at quarterback, and um, uh, McDaniel's has always used the running back very, very heavily. Mm-hmm. I think I think Jacobs, I think you could almost switch Jacobs and Barkley. My problem with Barkley is Barkley. The only, I mean, and that's why I did it in tears. Like, honest to God, any of these dudes are gonna crush for you. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, the only reason, and this is a, such a slight reason, that I have him a little bit lower in this ranking right now is because of his contract thing. Uh, the contract issue, he hasn't signed his his uh, his his tender yet uh, because they yeah, franchise yeah, tagged him. Out. Yeah. Um, if you're, if, yeah, so, if you're drafting right now, I, I would stay clear away from Jacobs. He could go Exactly, which is why I have him towards the season. bottom. I, yep. He did nothing to, to deserve to be, you know, anything lower. But again, all these guys are kind of in the same range for me. If if I yep. get Nick Chubb or if I get Tony Pollard or if I get Josh Jacobs, I'm not, I'm you know, it's their, their upside is all incredible. It's all, they're yeah. all, all these dudes are like top three upside. Whereas yeah. my next tier, which is obviously pretty small, or so, they're just the elite. Um, so we, we Barkley, I actually disagree about being top three upside. I think that he is a stay away for me, um, mostly because he uh, – I actually just looked this up because of my Miles Sanders thing. Um, he just gets – he's 26 years old uh, uh, going into the season. Um, he has had injury after inju- injury, and they're overusing him. I would – there's no way that you can make me go Barkley because – as much as he is his usage rate, so you might get him good for like four or five games. But well, here's here's the thing. I actually so so you know they always say that the guy's going to be better his second year after injury, um, and <clears throat> the year after his injury, uh, he played 13 games, which isn't you know it's not incredible, but it's not terrible. Um, and then last year he played 16, so he's he is now a lot of games out of being in that injury prone area. Uh, so I, I'm. I'm not too concerned about him getting injured again. No more concerned than I am Christian McCaffrey, you know, for instance, or Derrick Henry. Um, so, so you I, think that he's going to get less work? Than, oh, you're talking about – So, and also, Barkley's talking about sitting out week one. I don't know if you saw that today. It just came out. I did not. Uh, Barkley's talking about sitting out week one. He's basically in the same line as Josh Jacobs. They want contracts. They got um, yes. um, franchise tagged. Um, the only I, reason that I have – Saquon has – Saquon has – I mean, I know Josh Jacobs did come in third last year. I just his his level of athleticism and his freak of nature ability just puts me a little bit higher on him. But you're not wrong that he is I, also in contracts. Yeah, contracts. Also, you're not. I mean, Jacobs is going to get a new quarterback. Barkley's new Daniel Jones for yeah. His He's known. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, you're not wrong. I love Bijan Robinson as a player. I'm a little nervous that Algier ran for over a thousand yards last year and they still kept uh, Cordero Patterson. So they're going to, he's going he's not going to be the bell cow. We think he may be. Um, well, here's Cordero here, Patterson is going to take a lot of those catches away. In, in my opinion. Um, I, like I said, I think he might be the most talented running back in the league, <clears throat> but I don't know if I just don't know yet. I haven't seen it. Um, so, and, and which it, is it, fine, but here's, here's a little thing. I knew that this was, I knew that this is what you were going to say. Cause this is the criticism for any, uh, you know, rookie quarterback coming in that you just don't know. Um, so rookie running, I looked this up. So I, I went back and looked up the, the rookie running backs who've been taken in the top 10, uh, over the past, like six, seven years, something like that. Uh, Saquon Barkey was drafted number two overall in 2008. And that year, he was the number one fantasy running back. And who was the other running back that he came in with? Like, he was drafted to be the bell cow because there's no other running back there. Uh, who, what do you mean? So, Barkley came in being the right. bell cow. Robinson's coming in to a guy that just ran for 1,000 yards. Uh, I'm not so sure, but the, the point of this is that you don't draft a, 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 a 
a rookie in the top 10 without expecting to give him an insane workload. Oh, yeah. I, I think they're going to run the ball 70% and, and even, of the time. And that's the thing. Last year, they, I think they, were, they barely edged out the Browns. I think they were both neck and neck for how many times they ran the ball versus how many times they threw the ball. Um, well, I'll use your argument against you. Uh, when they took Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry didn't even get on the field. It was um, uh, um, uh, uh, Dion. Um, oh God, he wasn't a top 10 running back. Yeah, Dion. Um, what's the guy's name from the, from the uh, Patriots? Doesn't matter, but they gave him all the work. They didn't. He, this, he wasn't. A, he wasn't a drafted by the NFL top ten running back. Is what my point is. When these guys, so all these guys I'm about to list are were drafted in the first round in the top ten, and mm-hmm. this is what, and they're the only guys taken in the top ten in the past. Uh, I think let's see, it goes back to fifteen. Um, so Fournette and CMC were both drafted in 2017. Uh, Fournette finished RB9 and missed three games. CMC was drafted eighth overall in 2017. He was RB10 on the year. Ezekiel Elliott was drafted in 16. He was fourth. He finished second overall. Gurley was uh, drafted 10th by the, in the NFL, and he finished ninth, and he missed, and he played only 13 games. Like, these guys just produce. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they I mean that's a good point. That's a great point, They yeah. fucking crush when they're taken in the top 10. They are, t- they are, they are, uh, bell cows immediately. So like, is he a maybe a slight bit high at four, maybe? But he's still in that same tier, which is all that matters to me, really. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna go with that young young buck upside yeah. with uh, with a guy that's dropped in the top ten in the NFL. It works out, especially recently, every time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you're 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 right. I um, that's a that's a good uh, that's a good data point. Um, um, I would say if I was just if, if if I just looking at this this list, based on and because I'm honestly with running backs, I'm looking at for mostly consistency, like not like exactly. oh you're gonna win a week for me and then I, you disappear the, the next week. Yeah. Uh, so I I am going to love Chubb. I'm gonna love Pollard. I'm gonna love Jacobs and Henry. So those are those guys. Barkley and Robinson kind of feel it's just a feeling i can't really because you just kind of shot down my point um <laughs> so fuck me um but uh uh but barkley i feel like gives you those like 28 point weeks and then kind of just disappears because because like a team like um who who crushed him in the playoffs um the eagles the eagles is going to run away with it and then barkley doesn't give you anything for the rest of the, the well game. let's look i've got i've got their uh for 2000 for 2022 saquon barkley uh i can give you the rundown of I got how him. he did uh can we give it to you i've got it right here too he's actually pretty consistent he actually that's what i'm saying i i, I he had a couple he's a little every other at the end of the year but at the beginning of the yeah. year he was fantastic 33.4 11.8 22.6 18.2 19.6 18.5 point five, blah 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 but then towards the end it did get a little hit or miss it's kind of every other yeah. week so he, yeah. he did trail off a little bit so to your point that's great but again counter argument to that you do kind of want to draft for the first like six games of the I agree yeah, yeah you yeah, yeah I agree um, with you yeah. you don't things so much changes past the first few weeks you know that's when trades start really coming home after week like three you kind of know what you have and people start freaking out and if uh and if you have a guy that's crushing then you can sell high later if you want um but i'm i'm not 
I can't be too concerned about the end of the season right. at the very beginning, you know? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, I like all these guys. I, I'm, I'm very glad that you didn't overshoot on people that I thought you might overshoot on. Um, but this is very... I mean, I can't argue... I can't overly argue with any of these players in this tier. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, uh, the last two dudes. At number two, I have Christian McCaffrey. And at number one, I have Austin Eckler. Yeah. Um, and I think they're in a tier of their own. Um, yeah. Some people might go, <gasps> at Austin Eckler being one. But he, uh, in the past two years, if we're going with consistent y- consistency, he uh, he was number two uh, in... 2021 and he was number one in uh 2022 so and he plays games like christian mccaffrey yes. is always going to have that stigma of yeah. getting hurt yeah so you know that eckler's gonna play also you add another receiver and everybody's gonna be like oh well it's like targets away no that's just the opposite Mm-mm. you have great receivers nobody's worrying about eckler and you got this whole middle of the field open when if, if uh also chargers have a great offensive line and they Jump just off. got, and Jump so off. I got this Jump little off. snippet about they just got Kellen Moore as their uh, as their offensive coordinator. What does Kellen I, Moore like to do? <laughs> he loves to throw the ball, and he Ooh. loves gadget running backs. Yep. T- Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. System. Yes, it, he gets to go from like the fun young uh, uh, gadget guy to like the established elite dude. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, uh, here, here, this is a snippet from um, Chargers dot com. In four seasons of offensive coordinator, uh, Moore's uh, unit ranked number two in the NFL in total offense, 391.0 yards per game. Uh, they scored, and the second most in scoring that year, or <clears throat> over those four years, too. Uh, he, he, they just crush on offense. Uh, and I think it's only going to translate to the same, if not better, uh, uh, positioning for Eckler. So. Uh, yeah, so and that that's the tiebreaker for me is that he's been consistent the past two years, uh, and McCaffrey's injury prone. Um, yeah, that's it. So um, I mean, so because I I mean I think this list as far as the top ten, I kind of love all of them except I'm just not on Taylor. I don't know. I just can't. I'm not. And, and honestly, he's at nine, and I'm still like. Yeah, I mean, ADP six. So I mean, people, That's other crazy. other people. Oh like yeah. So let, so let's let's see. Can I hear the? I haven't. I haven't honestly. I've not looked at a uh, ADP right in weeks. Um, so I'm curious. I've been doing best ball drafts, but that's not the same as just a snake draft ADP. Yeah, I think your top eight are pretty solid. So Chris McCaffrey is one. Austin Eckler, Robinson, Chubb, Barkley, Taylor at six. So basically, you moved him back to um, nine, and you put Pollard nine. ahead. So then seven's Pollard, eight Henry, nine Josh Jacobs, ten Ramondre Stevenson. So you're like basically Where was right on uh, three. He was three. Oh, three. So okay. they agree with you. Yeah, they agree yeah. with you. Um, so but you're not far off from ADP. So that's actually really good. Um, I, I don't. I can't disagree. I. I mean, I don't know anybody else that I kind of put in over. I mean, if you're gonna go. High drafted rookies, maybe Gibbs. Um, I maybe. I I just don't I just don't believe in Campbell as like as far as like uh, I mean. It's also that's Johnson's also a, like, a major one two punch there. Um, yeah, but, end up with the yeah. Lions. Yeah, I mean, I just 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, honestly, I'm here's the, like the big thing that I would be concerned about with uh, Gibbs was is that Montgomery's gonna be the goal line dude. He's gonna vulture so many uh, touchdowns at the line. I, I just don't think they're gonna score as much this year. And last year, uh, I can't find Jamal Williams is 13th, and Jamal Williams has yeah. 17 touchdowns. Like, it, it's there's not the upside there that I would want. Um, I'm really and, glad. And again, that whoever I think if one of those guys has that that uh, touchdown equity, it will be Montgomery because he's much bigger. Right. <clears throat> so overall, with these running backs, the way you have them, are you drafting? Who are you drafting in the first round? Twelve team league of these Is guys. Anybody, yeah. From your from your mindset of how you want to draft PPR. So just looking at kind of basically what I have with my wide receivers, and we'll do this uh, another time. Guys that would I, w- I would rather have in the first round, there's probably there's six running backs, or sorry, wide receivers that I would have. So that leaves, you know, in the 10-team PPR, that leaves four. So that's to Bijan. Maybe Nick, Nick Chubb uh, in a 12. No? Yeah. Okay. Um because maybe not, maybe not even because you got to throw in Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, my my running backs are just so deep. Let's just look. Bijan is probably going to be right close to the turn for me. I'm probably taking Bijan Robinson over like a guy like Stephon Diggs, but that's probably as far as I'll go. I'm taking Devontae Adams probably over Bijan Robinson. Let me let me go over what twenty and beyond is for you in ADP. Twenty is Miles Sanders. Who's going to be a bell, bell cow? Cam Akers is twenty-one. Who's going to be a bell cow? Wait, this is, Pierce, this is this is this is ADP this ADP. year. So Damian Pierce, you can get at twenty-two. Uh, DeAndre Swift, like I think 20, 22 is kind of where it drops off because you got Swift, Montgomery, White, Pacheco. Connor, this is ADP. Seven. This is not. This is this is ADP this year yeah. for for every position. No, for um, uh, running back. So wait, why did you jump to twenty? Is what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. Like, where you can wait on running back. How much better? Oh, oh, is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Gotcha. How much better is? Uh, do you, Do you think that Miles Sanders um, is Miles Sanders is going to be much better than his ADP? Yeah, but even then, go go above. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, Alexander Madison, uh, Kenneth Walker. Um, they have Aaron Jones. These are here. these are those are all good, solid dudes. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm like, Aaron Jones. Yeah. How How much better is Let's just go from from your list um, from uh, nine to twenty. Jonathan Taylor or Miles Sanders is a conversation. Oh yeah, I think so. You got you got Wright going to Carolina, who's two hundred and forty one. Uh, We're a little biased. Games. Or yeah, but I'm saying I'm just trying to do it like as like a a uh, uh, um, as a uh, analytical. Yeah, two hundred forty one uh, targets or one hundred and sixty seven coming from the Eagles. Yeah. Like take take talent out of it. It's opportunity that gives you the um, the catches. Yeah. So if you're PPR, I mean, just, just wait on it. Any uh, anyone anyone who is uh, that you think might that should be on this list that didn't make it. There, the only I don't think that I would be comfortable drafting anyone. People people are going to say Brees Hall. Everyone's going to say Brees Hall. And I do not get it. I don't get it either, uh, but he's at that 11. That goes against everything that, that – it is my maybe my cardinal rule for drafting running backs, uh, especially running backs, 
if the dude had a major, uh, no, not a major injury because it doesn't apply. If he has a torn ACL, then do not draft him at ADP. Do not draft that man at ADP because it always takes two years. It always takes two years. Stop. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah. he, he's, I think he still is uh, RB2, but I think he's low in RB2. Um, cause I just, he, it's not that he's not going to have opportunity. It's that he's the, the Arby's don't trust their knees for the first yeah, year. I'm, they don't yeah. trust the, that the, they're going to hold up. So they're not just flying out the gate. It yeah. just doesn't happen. I think what might be a good thing to do is as the year goes on, think about trading for him because he's going to get more and more comfortable towards the end of the year. Um, yeah. but again, Drafting, you don't draft for the end of the year. You draft for the beginning. So um, I, I'm, I'm, I have him. This is a sneak peek towards when we do a little later down the draft order. I, I have him 19th right now. I think that's too high. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I haven't, yeah, I haven't solidified all these. So and I haven't done a deep dive on on this next group of guys. But I, he's going. He where's he going right now? Eleventh. Uh, Hell, hell to the fucking yeah. no. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, I, that is I mean, wild. I don't, I, dude, can he be good? Sure. He can be good. ETN was good um, a year out from when he got hurt, but it was like he got hurt before the season even started. That's somebody we're not talking Brees about. Brees Hall got injured when was it? Week nine? 11. <sighs> hell no. But <laughs> no. ETN is one I, that we're not talking about, and that's somebody that could sneak into. Um, people are all talking about the new guy they got. Was it uh, is Tank? Is Tank Dell is the guy that they got? Um, Chargers. And, I can't remember. Ooh, I, I'm not. I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember. Um, uh, but see, we're talking about we're talking about how second year outside of injury, right? So yeah. ETN last year was pretty good, and he's a year outside of injury. Yeah. How good is he going to be next year? He's so, pretty. He's very close. Cam to Akers. Cam Akers. Yeah, he, dude, he's, he could be. He's one of those guys that's going to be in the the dead zone kind of that you're like, uh, do I take Cam Akers or do I take like Cortland Sutton? And it's like I'm taking the upside of Cam Akers. <laughs> you uh, know, Cortland Sutton should have been the person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Pittman. It's probably okay. Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I'll take that. Um, um, yeah. But other than that, I think these. I think these ten are probably solidified for me as a top ten that I'd be comfortable taking. That being said, I'm not drafting any of them probably because I think I can get the same value at 20. Or not the same value, but I think, so the, I think the drop-off from receiver is way bigger than the drop-off from uh, running back. Yeah, I'm, I definitely am in the trend. And I did it last year. I took, I took uh, Justin Jefferson at, I think I took him at three or four last year. And he's my, he's my number one on the year. If I have the 101, I'm taking Justin Weird. Jefferson. <laughs> No, but yeah, oh, I mean, oh man, but he's like trajectory. It's also like uh, you lost Adam Thielen, like the guy that yeah. got seventy targets. I mean, there's you lost just seventy targets, and you're almost every targets. almost every analyst out there. And again, we're splitting hairs, and it's not a big deal. Uh, uh, has Christian McCaffrey as their number one still? And I, I just think they're no. a bunch of pussies. No, nope. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's that's safe. Uh, yeah. And I think the upside of Jefferson is just incredible. Um, and we've seen we've seen Forty um, Niners uh, offenses. How many is there? Is there been a Kyle Shanahan running back in in uh, for the Niners that have lasted the whole season? <laughs> like uh, honestly, like 
I Mitchell got hurt. Um, Mostert well, always that, got I hurt. I will say, Tim I will Coleman say, always got hurt. I, I went back and I did a, a, a dive on Christian McCaffrey, whether the Mitchell thing was actually any sort of like a reason not to draft him where he's being drafted. And it's not his, he, he didn't do hardly. He had one game that he yeah. got uh, decent touches. And I think he scored like two touchdowns and people freaked out. And it's like, do not worry about him, Elijah Mitchell when Christian it's, McCaffrey is healthy. It's more, it's more of the that system. Debo always yeah. gets hurt. Kittle always gets hurt. They do so much motion. They do so much putting guys in places where they can get hurt. Mm-hmm. That I, it just scares me too much. I rarely like. I just rarely draft Forty ers um, because they always seem to get hurt. But I think they have so many guys that can fit into the system that they are always good. So yeah, which is funny because they can't do that with quarterback. Well, oh, um. <laughs> Uh, that's, I think I think that's what we got for you. Um, yeah, you, I think that was a, a good combo. I actually think that uh, that was a good start because there's not a lot of arguing that needs to happen because I think I think yeah. these guys are the top ten. It seems like ADP thinks these guys are the top. Yeah, 10. I think I don't think I'm too far off with with mm-hmm. a lot of these. Um, uh, the the things that surprised me in my uh, in my research was probably the most the one that I was most surprised about was. Um, Henry, I was like, I've always been a. I don't want to take Henry. He's getting too old. He he crushed last year, man. He was yeah. fantastic. I was I was so against him, and I've always been kind of hesitant because he's so big. He got injured two years ago, but he he played sixteen games last year, and he was a beast. Yeah. Uh, I think he finished fifth. Those, Let me double check those, that. Those kind of guys that have those quick feet. He finished like, fourth, man. He finished yeah. fourth last year. Like, think about, um, I know it's not the same comp, but the same, like, inviting contact guys that are just, like, Marshawn yeah. Lynch lasted a while, um, mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson lasted a while, um, uh, Nick Chubb is a big guy, but, like, these quick feet guys that if they get out in the open, they're gone, but they can take yeah. the punishment up the middle as well. Um, I, I like Derrick Henry a lot, and I think maybe maybe that would be the guy I would take, like, say, if I'm... I, the thing is, like, the, the only like thing that 16, makes and I'm, and you there. don't want to be left holding the fucking bag when he goes down and he starts losing uh, a step. But he's 29. I think he turns 30 this year, which is decently old. But like, like you said, AP, <laughs> AP lasted a long time and he was a big dude. <laughs> yeah, Latavius Murray dude. is like still going. He's like 90. Um, so, <laughs> um, um. Yeah, so, I, yeah. Mean, I think that's it. I don't want to like. I don't think I, like vamp anymore. I feel like the one that's... that people might be surprised that aren't in my top ten to top twelve is Joe Mixon. I've I, I've heard on other podcasts. Uh, I'm also not just for those out there. I am not one of those people that's scared to talk about the fact that I listen to other fantasy podcasts and I look. I think if you're not doing that, then you're not sharpening your tools. Um, yeah, uh, I mean his pan. Uh, well, I saw like in the Panthers, he got 55 points against the Panthers. And that Panthers. was so many, so much of and his that, production. That, take that 55 points away, he is RB20. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, I have him back half RB2. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, uh, his I think he has a bounce so back year because I think he did have a mediocre year. I think he'll be fine. Uh, and they lost to Baji Piran, too. But I don't want to, yeah, I don't want, uh, I don't want a high share of him. The, just the, the, the variance is too. Uh, yeah. Is is scary, but I will say he is also, one. He hits women. <sighs> yeah, I also don't like guys just on my team that. that yeah, that I, I don't want to support that. Um, I will say though, he is one of two dudes that uh, 
Austin Eckler and Joe Mixon are the only two guys that came back uh, from the year before and finished out inside the top ten. In the past two years, it's Austin Eckler and Joe Mixon who uh, finished inside the top ten, which was interesting. But, again, that 55-point game against our Carolina Panthers uh, yeah. helped out a whole lot. He was pretty uneven besides that. I think he only had one other game over 20 points. That's true. I, ju- I was just about to say that. Yeah, it's his first yeah, game. W- yeah, and yeah, is that when you're like triple overtime because nobody yeah, can make with, kick. With, with, uh, with the Steelers, <laughs> that steel, yeah, gosh, Joe Burrow threw three interceptions that game. Yeah, yeah. it was that was an ugly game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he had 21 point something points in that first game, and then uh, and then he had that 55 point game, and he didn't score 20 points after that or uh, any mm-hmm. other game, which is pretty wild. So, uh, I'm, and he I'm, gave you in the playoffs, he gave you 5.4, 13, 3, and 7.8. So yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap it up for this first one. Uh, I guess uh, maybe we'll do the next 10. Well, maybe we'll do uh, 10, yeah, 10. Another top 10. Yeah, do like wide receivers or quarterbacks. Or yeah, whatever. I mean, I think a lot of people uh, – well, we can talk about this later. But we, maybe we'll do a 10 and then we'll do the next 20. We'll and then we'll do now. one <laughs> – we'll do wide receivers 10 and 20. And then we'll do – nobody cares about 20 uh, tight ends. So we'll just do 10 tight ends and 10 quarterbacks maybe. And that's the next five episodes. There you go. <laughs> All right. And it's good because we have five episodes and we're a weekly podcast and the season starts in like five weeks. So, great. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye. I'll see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.